Hey, I'm Jonathan Alexander, Panthers beat writer at the Charlotte Observer, and you're listening to Panthers Tracks. For this week's episode of Panthers Tracks, I spoke with Panther safety Jeremy Chin, who's in his second year with the Panthers after being one of the front runners for Defensive Rookie of the Year last year. Uh, he leads the Panthers in tackles uh, in 2021. He's having another big season as the Panthers have one of the top defenses in the league. We talked about jersey auctioning, where he wears a, a jersey of a legend and then auctions it off, and that goes to charity. Uh, we talked about this season. I think it's a podcast you'll enjoy. First of all, like, where did, where was the idea born at to to do the jerseys and, and to, you know, auction them off for charity and things like that? Yeah, the the idea came from a guy named Tony Bonagura. He works for my agency. And um, really, we wanted to figure out a way to just kind of give back to the Charlotte area, really the whole North and South Carolina. Because um, really after this past year, after my rookie year, the city and the whole area really embraced me so much. And, you know, going into that idea, you know, I wanted to just show my appreciation and embrace them as well by giving back to the community in a certain way. So. I figured, um, you know, wearing different jerseys just to honor sports legends here around the area and knocking off their jerseys, I thought that would just be a great, um, you know, idea. So, yeah, he definitely introduced the idea. So, shout out to Tony on that. Yeah. And, and Tony is from, from where? Uh, he's from New York, but he's in Indianapolis now. That's where my agency is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I know you've had Muzzy Bogues, Julius Peppers, yeah. Dale Earnhardt Jr., correct? Mm-hmm. And who were the other uh, guys? I had Rob Brendamore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wore a Rob Brendamore jersey. Uh, Buck Leonard jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph Curry. What's the reception been like uh, so far as far as like being able to auction? Like A lot of fans been really interested in stuff? Yeah, we've had a lot of interactions. Um, I didn't see how much the, this last one that Dale Earnhardt Jr. went for. Uh, but other than that one, I know Rob Brendamore was, I think, went to like 4000 something like that. So, yeah, these jerseys are going up pretty high. Pretty cool. Wait, when do you reveal who you're going to... Uh... Usually Friday. Friday. Friday or Saturday on Good Morning Football, they release it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You do that with Good Morning Football. That's what's up. Yeah, you spoke a little bit about it just a little bit ago. Um, man, you just kind of had a, a, a huge year. You were, I think, number two, based on people I talked to, like number two in defensive player of the year. Yeah. Can you describe what last season was like for you? Was it at all a surprise? Was it just exhilarating or how how was it for you? You know, it was I wouldn't say surprising. It wasn't really surprising. Um but it was it was definitely a whole a whole lot just to to take in. It was just, you know, first year in the league, you have so much to, you know, prove and 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 do. I was I was learning so much. I learned so much just about the game of football, you know, I, I made a lot of mistakes last year. You know, it's something you guys probably didn't really notice or pick up on. Um, but, you know, along with those mistakes came plays as well. So uh, definitely a big learning experience. More than Can you share maybe some of the biggest mistakes that, that you still remember? I don't even know where to start. Uh, I mean, even things just like man coverage, understanding leverages, things like that. I gave up probably my welcome to the NFL moment was Gronk catching that way when we played Tampa Bay the second time. Um, yeah, there was a couple plays against New Orleans the first time we played them uh, on screen and things like that. Just seeing stuff a little bit quicker. Uh, my instincts weren't all the way there. 
Well, okay, so you know you, you spoke about Gronk, and he's a, a legend. Were you like aware of that magnitude coming into the matchup? Like just Gronk. Himself? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. So like, what what take me through your mindset like going into that matchup, and then the first time you remember lining up against him. Uh, lining up against him, I was I was playing him great all game. Yeah, I think that might have been the only catch he had. Uh, but um, you know, I was actually playing him really well, and then <laughs> I started talking to him. I started talking trash to him. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you like that, whatever." And then uh, he ended up catching that one, so that was a little humbling. Wait, is is Gronk much of a, a trash talker himself? He didn't say much to me. I don't know if he tried to talk, or he just just thought I wasn't worth trash talking to at the time. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, he didn't say much to me. Yeah. So t- take me through the through the play, um, or the play that you're referencing. What what happened there? Uh, step by step. I was just man on him. Um, I had safety help over the over the top, so I should have been outside leverage. I ended up playing inside leverage, trail position. You know, you get somebody like Grunt, you don't want to be in wrong leverage with him, so he'll make you pay for it. So I. So wait, what was it? A touchdown pass or I don't, I don't, I don't recall that. It wasn't a touchdown. I think it may have been, might have been like a twenty yard gain though. Yeah. Okay. And, and did like he jump over you or like I don't remember. Uh, he didn't jump over me. He just battled for the ball. He came down with it, missed the tackle and everything. It was, yeah, oh, okay. It was bad. Did he say anything or give you a look at all? No, nah, he didn't say anything. Oh, good. Who is who is probably the toughest matchup that you face or somebody? It maybe even it wasn't a tough matchup, but you were like, "Oh dang, I didn't know he was like that," or that's different. And it could be in the two years. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like last year there was a span we played so many quarterbacks. Like from, I mean, obviously Drew Brees twice last year, um, Tom Brady twice, Matt Ryan twice. I played Mahomes. Um, I mean, there was a there was a span last year we played like. And then we played Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. You know, we just we played so many quarterbacks. So I think uh, just a level of quarterbacks that, we, that you know I've played against, like all of them. Who who stands out in particular, or or what was something that somebody did that was like, oh, dang, like even you had to admire. Maybe Kamara the first time I played him. Some of the runs he broke off, the balance he had, and he just make everything look so effortless. Do you remember one in particular? Um, we took a screen first time I played him. Um, first first time we played him last year, he took a screen, took it all the way down the field, and like you just see his vision and, and balance. Yeah. What would you say is probably like the biggest thing you had to learn? Um, you know, coming into the NFL, or, or the the biggest thing that was probably most surprising coming into the NFL. Biggest thing I had to learn was really just the game in general, like football one-on-one. Um, I guess just a simple basic part. There's so many things that you see each week after week. The offense is just that you just repeat. Um, so once you get, you know, certain things like that, um, certain tells, you can really run with them. That's one thing I definitely feel like I'm taking that step this year from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so you are – Actually, like number two, I think ranked defense in the league. Y'all are kind of playing, doing y'all's thing, particularly in passing defense. Um, last year, y'all were kind of middle middle of the pack, uh, probably like nineteenth, I think, in total defense. If I'm not mistaken, what what would you say when you look back? What were the, some of the key things that allowed you all to to kind of uh, play better and play at the kind of standard that y'all are playing at now as a defense? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think really just as a whole, uh, you know, the front seven is probably the best front seven in football, just in general. Uh, you know, but also the back end, I think we, we feed off of each other. You know, there's sometimes where the front seven makes a play for the back end. There's also times, you know, where the secondary makes a play and they're able to, you know, get to the quarterback. So just playing hand in hand. Um, but I mean, it all starts with just communication, talking, um, getting the right calls, getting the right tools. Uh, think, things like that, you know, we're all just on the same page. What do you think about uh, Hassan Reddick and, and, and Stefan Gilmore and what they've been able to bring? Yeah, two dogs you just named right there. Um, love playing with both of those guys. Um, you know, Steph just got here more recently, and, you know, I've learned so much from him already. He's such a just a, just a pro, you know, everything he does, the way he approaches the game. Uh, Haas, you know, him as well, he's a dog. You know, he competes in everything he does. It's Stefan Gilmore looks like, um, you know, he's not particularly moving fast, but he looks like he's fast because he's like. Because he knows what's coming. <laughs> which, is, which is crazy. Exactly. Like, w- w- what have either been something that he taught you that was, you know, enlightening or something that you saw from him that was like, oh, dang. Um, you know, I was watching today. Uh, just, just him able to like undercut routes and, and things like that. Him just understanding, all right. Where's my help at? You know, when can I undercut a route? Undercut a route? When can I not? When I have to play, like, when do I have to play over top? Uh, things like that. So him just understanding, uh, you know, so much beyond of you know him guarding his man, but also you know understanding certain ways he can play him. Where do you feel like you are right now, as far as like where you want to be, um, as far as your development, where you are as a player? Like, how do you how do you measure that, and like where are you at right now? Yeah. Um, I'm still learning. Uh, I, I understand I'm still learning, but I definitely feel like I'm taking the steps to where, you know, where I want to be towards the player that I want to be. I'm going in the right direction. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm never going to say I'm where I want to be because I always want to improve, no matter if I'm 2019 Stephon Gilmore. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you're saying the same thing. He still wants to be better. Um, but, yeah, that's my mindset. What's something a lot of people don't don't really know about you? Whether it's a hidden talent, whether it's something you're an avid fan of, whether you, what you really like, I like I like art. I like I like this, different types of music. Uh, I could probably listen to every genre of music, uh, except for maybe opera or country. I don't like opera or country. I'm not much of an opera or country fan <laughs> either. So who, who who are some of your favorite artists? And then I get to art after that. I listen to everybody. I think Adele's about to drop or just dropped or something. She got some stuff out right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll listen from like there to like uh, Anthony Hamilton to Drake, yeah, Polo G. There's no limits. Anthony Hamilton's a Charlotte guy. Have you met him yet? I have not met him, but yeah, I did hear he's a Charlotte guy. Yeah, so I saw that Drake and Kanye dropped the dropped the um, beef. Did you know that? I saw a picture, a video of them together or something. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I feel about that. I was enjoying the beef. What do you think about that? I'm sure a lot of people did enjoy the beef, but you know that that peace of mind comes before anything. So I hope whatever they got going on is figured out. You know, it's bigger than me. That's true, man. But I was I was, I was enjoying it from afar, man. I wanted to at least see a, a, a diss song, like a, a real, like, you know, Meek Mill, Drake diss song or whatever. We got we to drop the beef in the industry. There's too many people out here getting that's true because speaking of that man I heard the locker room was tore up about Young Dolph yeah that one hurt man 
Yeah. It's sad with, like, you know, when you see stuff like that happen, man. You think back to Nipsey, man. It didn't have to happen. Like, Nipsey was, he was doing the thing. He was inspiring people and, you know. Yeah, it's sad. But take me, tell me about the art, though. Like, how, what, what, what type of art? How'd you get into it? Um, really, I'm just like a. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite artist or anything. But uh, I grew up. I really liked drawing. Like when I was young, like art class was probably one of my favorite classes. Um, but I, don't know, I, th- I just think it's kind of therapeutic. Ease your creativity. Uh, I like taking pictures too. Uh, I got a camera in the off season, so sometimes I just see something. But like when I go somewhere, I'll take pictures, whatever. Just kind of capture my surroundings. But, uh, yeah. Nice. What, um, what, uh, when did you, how'd you get into, like, taking photos and stuff like that? I went on a trip, and how did I get in? Why did I buy a camera? Yeah, I went on a trip, and I was like, well, really, I, I planned on traveling a lot. With COVID, I didn't really do much, but, um. I just wanted to capture the things around me, just kind of capture like my life, the things that I see, be able to just take it with me. So that's why I got a camera. That's cool, man. I I got into photography a little bit a while ago, but I hadn't really picked up the camera as much as I like. But it's it's interesting, kind of the things like you can see yeah. with a camera. And like I I really have a a huge respect for photographers and some of the shots that they're able to get. You know, I remember speaking to uh, your father in your rookie year. Yeah. He was telling me how competitive y'all are. Like y'all are, y'all are competitive in, in cars and things like that. And your dad was a—he was a safety, right? Yeah. You know, in college, like, uh, what? What's uh, other than football? What are you probably most competitive in? Everything. <laughs> we race to the door. <laughs> like whatever. I'm competitive in everything, cars especially. We take cars, like, like you said, I grew up playing cars, so um, I don't take a spades loss lightly. Yeah. <laughs> spades is, is serious for those of y'all who don't yeah. know. Facts. <laughs> Very. Do y'all, do y'all at all play in the in the locker room here? Uh, we don't really play cards that much. I, don't, I, don't, I usually don't play cards that much. Yeah. They play cards every now and then, but yeah. not really. Let me ask you, who's uh, probably the funniest on the team? Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson? Yeah, probably DJ. DJ? Yeah. He's hilarious. He, he's got something for every situation. Like, his mind is so creative. Yeah. Like, how do you, like, I'll ask him, like, how do you even think of that? Like, why would you even think to say that? He's like, bro, I don't know. My mind is just wandering sometimes. <laughs> That's hilarious. But he's got he's got something to say all the time. Yeah. Best dressed on the team? Best dressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talking about game day fits? Yeah, stuff. game day fits. Because I see y'all, y'all come with some real stuff. Some people come with some real stuff. I see Haas come 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 with it every time. Um, Haas is pretty good. I would say, uh, don't sleep on Luvu, on Frankie, okay. on, on Us. Uh, Jack as well, he comes every day with something. Um, Dante Jackson, that is. Yeah. I noticed Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson is more my style. Like, Hassan Reddick's style is more like, I can't afford that yet, yeah, but one day I may be. Oz is like, no, when I get money, maybe I'll start just like <laughs> But Jack, he make, he make the, you know what I'm saying, the, the normal people feel like, ah, yeah, maybe like, I can do it. Like, I feel like, I was like, that's creative. Like, I feel like I might be able to find that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And Robbie is just like, oh, I never would afford yeah, that. Yeah, no, Robbie too. Robbie, he's up in the Haas category. Like, yeah, I'm not affording that. Yeah, But that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Let me ask you, um, 
where do you feel like um, what more you feel like this uh, team has to do to get to where y'all want to get? Uh, stay consistent. That's the biggest thing, you know. Um, we can't drop any games that we should win, obviously. Um, we feel like we can beat anybody when we're playing good football. You know, but that being said, we feel like if we're not playing our, our brand of football, we can lose anybody too. So uh, stay consistent, um, you know, keep doing what we do. And one, one thing I forgot to ask, you, you know, Cam Newton seemed to just have such a big impact on the city. You know, and, and it seemed like people were like super excited. What, what what's been your impressions of him so far, and and the type of impact he's made so far on the team? Um, I mean, he's only been here for a week, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like his his energy has definitely you know been felt just around the building. Um, but I mean, the big thing is going one and zero this week, so we feel like you know he's here for a reason. You know, they brought him here to help us do that. Uh, you know, each and every week, so. I'm definitely excited about it. Was there anything that surprised you about him at all? Anything that surprised me about him? Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Not really, no. Who is probably the uh, the guy that you'll catch sleeping on, on the flight, that you always catch sleeping on the flight back? On the flight back? Or, or on the flight there. Always on the flight. Or on the flight. I know Haas was knocked out on the flight back last week. Uh, I don't know if he's usually asleep, though. But I know probably C.J. Henderson is asleep. Kenny's probably asleep. Kenny Robinson's probably asleep. Yeah. Uh, I know for a fact those two are asleep. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, uh, Jeremy, man, I, I really appreciate your time. You've been able to talk with me and join me, and hopefully... You know, in the future, we can talk again, man. Yeah, thanks. thanks, man. Appreciate you. Bro. Yeah, of course. Thanks for listening, as always. And if you want to check out more of our content, please go to shawdobserver.com slash sports and subscribe.